and you know, when I was ordering at the bar in the back, she was like, oh, look, there's an influencer. An influ-. And I just had like 12K or something, you know. With- Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boys. Welcome to the TinderMentor.com podcast. Online dating advice from professionals. Your host today, executive online dating coach and CEO, Tinder Mentor, Florian. Hello, hello, and welcome, boys and girls, to the second episode of the Tinder Mentor podcast. Today, I will show you three professional profile hacks. Also, we have part two of last week's conversation with influencer and former Tinder mentor, Hey Dominic, for you. Chatting with him was very interesting, and you definitely don't want to miss him talking about what it's like dating online with 100,000 social media followers and where he thinks social media and dating apps are headed. And of course, I have the latest news from the world of online dating for you as well. But before we start today's episode, I want to introduce you to this season's sponsor, Blackbook. Blackbook is an app that lets you keep track of your online dating matches in an organized and extremely practical way. We are using it with all our clients and it's made staying on top of our conversations and dates real easy. If you're actively using any online dating app, this is a must-have tool. Currently available in North America only, but global app store integration is on the way. If you're not organizing your matches with Blackbook yet, you're not taking online dating seriously. It is 100% free and really helpful. The link is in the podcast description. Okay, everyone, let's get into this week's news update. Tinder has introduced a new way of reporting other users. A few changes have been made to increase safety and to make it more easy to report other users. While this is obviously a good thing, I want to focus on the flip side here and that is actually being reported. There are two things that get you banned or shadow banned on Tinder like no other. One of them is using a VPN and bypassing the location change without a paid subscription. And the other one, well, it's actually getting reported by other users. Obviously, Tinder has no interest in having abusive users around their app, so they punish getting reported very, very severely in their internal rating. While this is a sensitive topic, I will try to talk about it a little bit here. Let's assume you're a decent human being and understand not to harass other people intentionally. Well, then there's two ways you might still make other people feel uncomfortable without any bad intentions and thus get reported. Number one would be sending a sexualized copy-paste opener. I know that a lot of dating coaches, pickup artists and gurus have their own Tinder tips because, well, that's what sells. But trust me, 95% of them have actually no idea what they're talking about. One of the most popular dating coaches on YouTube, for example, has sold the so-called apocalypse opener on one of his programs, if any of you are familiar with that. What that was is a highly sexualized first message he would copy-paste sent to all his matches in a city when he knows he's only going to stay for a night. While in general, there's nothing wrong with trying to find hookups on dating apps because whatever's right for you works, but you have to be more respectful about it. The best way to do that is to have a normal conversation and then later on mention what you're actually looking for. Otherwise, the people you're sending it to, well, might be offended and you'll get reported, which in turn will really hurt your chances of getting matches in the future because of your internal rating. And 
The number two way of getting reported would actually be after a date. This is one of the new changes they've made in the app this week. Now you're able to report people even after one of you has unmatched. Before, the conversation would disappear and you wouldn't have had the chance to report them. Now you can still do that. What that means is make sure you're exiting a date on good terms. If something happens and you, for example, get into an argument, make sure to clean it up before you part ways. Otherwise, the other person might be offended and report you afterwards. If you consider those two things, try to end the date on a good term, don't send sexualized first messages, and you actually have some common sense and decency, and obviously, you know, you're looking for consent, you should be good to go with these new rules. With that out of the way, let's get into today's main topic. Three actual profile hacks with instant results. A little disclaimer for you right off the bat, there are many things you can do to improve the quality of your profile. Most of them though require serious dedication and a little bit of work. Online dating is fun and easy once you've figured out how to make it work for you though. However, it can be frustrating if you haven't and I'm well aware of that. The things you can do to improve your profile all will only make it better a few percent each. So it's important to understand that they all stack up. If you can improve your profile three or four percent, 50 times over, well, that's actually very powerful, isn't it? Of course, understanding posing the right outfit, for example, helps a lot more than just a few percent, but there are way too complex topics to discuss in this format right here. Later in the season, I'm going to attempt that, but in our coaching programs, we dedicate the first two and a half weeks actually just teaching those things. So it's, it's not that easy. The three hacks I'm going to introduce you now, they won't make a bad profile great, but if you're having a few matches here and there, they might be exactly what you need to improve. Anyway, enough talking, let's see what they are. Number one, and this is already the golden rule of online dating, you have to be attractive. This is also in our coachings, the first thing we make clear that everyone understands. On all the pictures on your profile, you have to be attractive. I know there's a lot of information floating around the internet. You should have a pictures with a puppy. You should have a picture showing you doing some activity, maybe with some friends, yada, yada, yada. Throw all of that out the window if you're not attractive on the picture. There's an easy rule of thumb if you're thinking about including a picture in your profile or not. And that is, are you actually attractive on the picture? If you're not attractive on the picture, the picture's already bad and has to be discarded, no matter what. And vice versa, if you look very good on the picture, well, it's already going to be a good contender. Of course, there's things you definitely want to avoid, but you know, as long as there's nothing outrageous on the picture, or you're not you know violating any of the cardinal rules rules here, uh, you're good to go, and it's probably a good picture. Of course, the profile composition is also important. You know, you want to tell a certain story in the profile. You don't want to repeat yourself in the pictures. You want to have a variety of outfits, location, and poses, but once that's all clear, you're good to go. And um, yeah, if you're attractive in all of your pictures, well, 
that's already very, very good start. So profile hack one, you have to be attractive. Profile hack number two, and this one is a little bit more subtle. And this, this is aligning the focus point in your pictures. Especially important on the first one, which ideally should be a portrait. The thing here is that the average time people decide whether to swipe left or right on a profile is as fast as a tenth of a second. Need to let that sink in. That's what recent you know, eye tracking studies have shown in the US. And it's really frightening. But when you think about how you swipe yourself, you probably have noticed that sometimes, you know, it doesn't take a very long time for us to form our opinion. What's important for us here is that we need to really have our profile stick out. Okay. We really need to pop out of the picture. We have a few ways of doing so. One of them is obviously contrasts, right? Contrast of color, contrast of light. Um, all those kind of things, but also we want to have the right focus point in our picture. What is the focus point? That is the point where the eye gravitates towards automatically. Okay. And if you can align that with where the eye is already focused on naturally, that's very good because then you'll hundred percent get noticed. Where is that point? Well, it's when you imagine a phone screen, it's two thirds up and then in the middle third. There's an easy way how you can find the focus point. If you open any editing software on your computer, on your computer or on the phone, you'll see that when you go to cropping, uh, a grid will appear. Okay. And in this grid, we want the line that's two thirds up and then in the middle third. And on this line, we actually want to have your eyes if you're using a portrait shot or if it's a little bit more zoomed out your face. Just need to make sure that you use a vertical five by four format because that's what's going to end up on Tinder. If you do that and you align the focus point correctly over your eyes or over your face, that's a very good thing. And you're going to be noticed by a lot more girls. And that leads us to number three on the list. And that is removing all negativity from your bio. Very important to note here. The bio is probably the most overrated part in the whole online dating thing. Why do I say that? Well, at Tina Mentor, we have conducted some experiments, actually a lot of experiments uh, regarding the bio. One of them was we tried 20 different bios you know um our most successful ones and the ones that we found from other people that have been recommended highly and we ran that against an empty bio on different profiles in different cities in different times and what we found was very interesting and that was that actually a good bio can hardly increase your match rate what it can do though however is increase the amount of people that text you first. So this is what the bio should use for mainly. But we also saw that a very bad bio can actually destroy your match rate. You know, what it means is that no one will like you for a good bio if they don't like your pictures, but it's possible that they like your pictures and they don't like your bio or they really hate your bio and then they swipe left on you. So what is a bad bio? Well, a bad bio is anything that 
is excluding or has any form of negativity on there. Let's take, for example, a female profile that says only guys above 5'11". Okay, that's something that you can see out there in the wild <laughs> sometimes. And this is very bad for a few reasons. First of all, I really recommend to be open-minded, okay? Of course, if you have like this one thing that you really want to have in your partner, that's all good. But you need to understand that there's hundreds of different traits, you know, a person can have. And if you focus on one, well, that's probably not going to be a very smart idea. And also, you know, you can decide later if you still want to meet the person or not. So unless it's like this one thing that you're 100% always looking for, uh, don't include that in your bio. The second thing why it's it's, it's not good to have negativity in your bio, to be excluding in your bio, is also because when other people see that, people you might not even want to exclude specifically with your statement, uh, they, th they may might think it's not very nice and they'll swipe left on you because of it. I can, you know, speak of my own experience. When I swipe on Tinder and I see a girl's profile and she has, for example, this line, right? Um, swipe right only if you're tall or whatever. You know, I'm, I'm 5'10". I'm not particularly short, but when I see that, I start thinking if that's the kind of person I actually want to meet because it seems quite shallow. So, yeah, remove all negativity from your bio and I'm sure you're going to have better results. So now you know three things you can do right now to improve your profile. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast to learn new tricks every Sunday. Having talked about these important things now, let's get into part two of the conversation with influencer and ex-Tinder mentor, Hey Dominic. Enjoy. So my friend, you are one of the biggest content creators in Austria right now. We can say this, you're close to 100k followers right now. Yes. Right? Yes. Like 96 or something. So this right is now. happening in a couple of weeks, 100%. And I also think it's just, it's just a, a matter of matter of time before you break the, the 1 million eventually, right? So. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Well, you know, it's in the plan for the next five years, definitely. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, we're, yeah, we'll see about that. So, so, so you know, you're, you're going strong. You're definitely at it and you're definitely not stopping. So I don't no. see why this wouldn't happen. Um, so my question to you is, you are, um, you know, a content creator, one of the most, you know, uh, prolific ones and you also have done your fair share of online dating in fact you met your current <laughs> long-term girlfriend there you yes. are a former tinder mentor so <laughs> what a surprise I think, <laughs> so i think you are actually the best person in the whole world i can ask the next question and that is oh god what do you think are the similarities of content creation and online dating oh boy i could write a <laughs> book about that probably because, you know, ever since I, I started, because, you know, for, for the people who don't know me, which I think a lot of people don't know me, or most They'll of look you, you up now. don't know me, but <laughs> you guys are going to look me up. But uh, back in the days, right after I sort of quit uh, Tinder Mentor, I uh, tried to become a, what people refer to as a influencer, some, a term that I absolutely despise now. I mean, just from, you know, me being an influencer. Um, and then I started to, you know, grow my personal brand. 
grow um, my social media profiles, my Instagram most mostly. And um, boy, I remember the you know times when we were just hitting the roads, you know, went out, you and me, Florian, yeah. <laughs> try to you know, meet some girls, and then you just talk to them, and then you're like, okay, allegedly. let's exchange. Allegedly, we allegedly, yeah, allegedly, obviously, and some guys maybe, but um, yeah, and um, <laughs> yeah, allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. Yeah, another thing that I'm not not mentioning right now, but um, the the difference between then when people um, you know checked out my social media profile and now if they don't know me, for example, because a lot of the times you know if I'm still like I, I'm not dating right now, but let's say I'm in a club or some somewhere, and uh, you know, I meet some people or friends of friends. Sometimes if they don't know what I do or who I am, still. If they see my social media profile, if they see my followers, if they look up my YouTube and see the the you know the, the views that I get and stuff like this, this is just you know people just view you generally as some different person, which is kind of weird to be honest. Yeah. But um, yeah, if you track that, uh, looking at the dating profile and um, yeah your your social media profile, I think it's the same thing basically. To be yeah. honest. Yeah, I, I I would agree to that. You brought up another thing that I would have liked to address as well, but um, and that is like what? What do you think uh, is the trend uh, for social media and especially the social proof? Do you think um, having a lot of followers uh, makes it a lot more easy to meet people in 2022? And if so, because I think your answer is probably going to be yes. What do you think? Where is the line? Because there's one thing that I've noticed of course, if you have 100K followers or a million followers, it's really great for you, right? Sure. You would probably agree to that. Yeah, generally. I've had some issues in the past two weeks but, with that. But yeah, yeah generally, but, yes. But one thing that I've noticed also is that literally no one cares even 1% if you have 200 followers or if you have 3,000, right? That is very much true. So um, where would you say is the line where people actually you know, give you more credit or, or where's the, where's the line where well, people actually care about you? Well, that's a very interesting question. Cause um, I have lots of experience with that. Like, I wouldn't say there's like a straight line. I wouldn't say there's an absolute line saying, okay, the line is at 10 K followers, which by the way, I think 10 K would be one of those you know, mm -hmm. bookmarks. Mm -hmm. Cause I remember I had like 12 K or something and uh, I was going out somewhere and I met somebody that I've known that I'd known before when I was 15 or something. And in the back, she tried to get my attention, you know, while somewhere at some club. Mm -hmm. uh, and you know, when I was ordering at the bar in the back, she was like, Oh, look, there's an influencer. And, and I just had like 12 K or something, you know? So I guess 10 K is like one of those, you know, benchmarks where people would say that you know it, where it would give you just a little bit more proof yeah. than uh, you know usual but with that being said people are onto a lot of those fakers you know because it's easy yes. to get 10k mm -hmm. followers with just 50 bucks or something just buy mm -hmm. some bunch of fake followers mm -hmm. so i think and people are getting aware of that and they sort of slowly start to understand this whole new language of social media a little bit better yeah. what i think yeah. so let's say you have 300 followers or a thousand followers, uh, but you have great content that shows your personality most, you know, first and foremost. Um, I think, you know, you, you can't really say what's better. Yeah. Yeah. That, very interesting that you bring that up because um, I can tell you something from my experience. And uh, this is probably interesting for you as well, because 
we haven't talked about that yet, even uh, privately, uh, the right. two of us. You know, I've recently, uh, end of 2021, started to work with two people in specific. You know, we're always, um, you know, having uh, lots of clients now these days, but we've started with working with two people in specific, and both of those people are uh, actual billionaires, right? Oh, wow. And what I've noticed in their social media is really, really interesting. They're actually the two people that we're working with that have the lowest amount of followers, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is very, very interesting for me because um, what I saw there is that, first of all, uh, they keep a private profile, right? Sure. So everyone can follow them. And um, one thing that I've noticed is that a lot of very successful people, if they're like, we're talking now about, you know, when you have billions on your bank account or in their case, your own companies who are worth billions, mm -hmm. um, something interesting happens. And that is, you don't care anymore what other people think of you. You're not trying to impress yeah. anyone anymore because, you know, you have the confidence, right? Sure. Um, and what happens then is people try to keep their circle small. So what, yeah, what I understand I that. So what I'm thinking is, and this is uh, my next question to you is, do you think that sometimes it seems a little bit try hard when people just really try to force to get a following on social media? Yes, definitely. And I think, you know, but with that being said, I think there's still a line that like a, a minimum viable line, what your content should be if you, if you decide to you know, show yourself to social media. Like, let's say you have a, a public profile and like, okay, you know, I want, for example, people who I might be dating to see my profile. I still think it should be a minimum viable line of content quality or just some something to it. But uh, definitely there's so many people who, yeah, are really try hard. And uh, if that's what I think, if people have 50K or 30K, uh, but they seem really try hard with this whole thing, I think this could be even negative, negative. For, yeah. for women yeah in uh, yeah the, uh, you're exactly right that's exactly what i think um i think if you have if you have a lot of followers but you don't have great content it seems very suspicious right also that yeah like let's say i my example because um yeah because we were talking about but this whole dating thing and stuff and uh, you know, still when i meet like women or something you know friends or friends or stuff like this you can notice that uh, sometimes they're very much impressed just by the the numbers that i have yeah which is kind of, kind of weird but um what did i want to say yeah but sometimes you know i uh, i do also create content that doesn't get great numbers from time to time yeah. and i don't care you know my yeah. i'm just the way that i am i continue to produce my content and if they don't get as much you know numbers as I would hope them to be. Yeah. Whatever. But when I meet still meet people, you know, on the streets or somebody and they start talking to me or old friends who are like, wow, what are you doing there right now? I follow you all the time. It seems like it doesn't matter. You know? Even, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I totally understand. But I, I think for you specifically, maybe you're in a little bit of a different spot because um sure. you have on Instagram, what do you have? Like 40K or 50K or something? I don't like know, that? 50 or something. Yeah, like like 50K on Instagram, but you do have 100K on YouTube. And I think like Almost. that's, you know, I, I would say that 50K on Instagram, it, it's a little bit easier. It would be a little bit easier to achieve than uh, 100K yes. on YouTube. I mean, that's legit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the thing is, and that goes like really deep into social media strategy. It has nothing to do with dating and with <laughs> the real world, actually. But like the, the way that I have grown my my personal Instagram profile, 
is not the way that uh, people should necessarily grow their Instagram profile. Cause my, I see it just as an extension of my YouTube and yeah. just, yeah. just as a space for me to dump some stuff where people can see more of. So it's a lot harder to grow. So I'm actually pretty happy that I've made it to 50 K without actually putting out valuable content on there just showing, you know, some bunch of stuff. Well, that you I had, do. I saw you have one, uh, clip on tiktok which has like two million views or something right? <laughs> yeah i just tried it when tiktok like a year ago or something i was like yeah let's see about the tiktok game so i tried it out yeah worked do do you think do you think the amount of followers you have and the amount of exposure you have helped you no, uh definitely with your no. girlfriend <laughs> oh with the girlfriend i thought with the tiktok no with the girlfriend. um yeah maybe <laughs> I'm not sure to be honest, because I know she's really into this whole thing. She follows a lot of bloggers. She's like a lot of <laughs> YouTubers. So duh. Yeah, she she found somebody. But I don't know. I, I don't know, to be honest. Cause um, yeah, I think this it's not just about having having a social media travel yeah. lifestyle, I guess. You know, if I were a real big weirdo, which I am, but you know, <laughs> a real creep or strange person, that'd be a different game yeah I, i totally understand that and and this is always something I, i brought it up because this is something that um you know a lot of our clients or or potential clients are struggling with in terms of um you know the mentality because they always or very often they think oh i have to have this or i have to have this but the thing here really is that well you have to have something <laughs> you know but yeah. what it is doesn't really matter yeah. so much and here's the thing talking about dating like i remember the days like before let's say before I found my, my passion or, you know, before, before I found whatever I do right now. Um, and right now I would say I'm a hundred percent in alignment with who, who I am, you know, like what I do, I just believe like, I know like this is who I am, you know, there's no faking it. There's no yeah. me trying to act cool. I don't care at this point anymore, you know, but back in the days when I was still try to, you know, trying to find myself actually thinking about it, It was a whole different thing. The, th the thing, the thing here is, you know, um, obviously a lot of the the guys who are applying with us, they want to work with us. They have, uh, you know, their their career figured out, right? Sure, which is good. Yeah, obviously, you know, we're working uh, with people uh, very intensely on a one-on-one -on -one basis, right? And that requires mm -hmm. some kind of resources, right? And people who sure. have that resources to work with us, they, you know, by definition, probably have uh you know figured their careers out right sure and what i can see very often though is that these people um sometimes are very self-conscious about what they have achieved in life right i can give uh -huh. you i can give you two examples for example um one of the clients that we have right now he's lead developer uh at i think we can say that at, right sorry for uh -huh. calling you out bro <laughs> and um but He's always like, um, he, he doesn't understand that that's actually a very good achievement, right? Yeah. Like to be working for one of the biggest tech companies on the planet, okay? Uh, making major buck, obviously, and actually shaping society in a way, right? Yeah. Uh, if, if you're programming the algorithm of one of the biggest apps on the planet that millions, maybe billions of people are using, you are actually shaping history, right? Yes. I mean, and this is something that, uh, you know, if you're doing that, like, who cares how many followers you have or, you know, yeah. what car you have? I mean, obviously has a, a yeah the same car like you, but, <laughs> but yeah, awesome um, choice. Yeah. Um, but like, 
what else do you need, right? And another another client we're working with right now um, is in a very very nice industry of uh, you know building rockets right now. It's it, 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 and it's the same thing. Like how fucking amazing is that? Right? Oh yes. <laughs> so oh, yeah. who, who cares if you you know if you're into fashion or you're going to the gym or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Right. Like that by itself is so unique yeah. and so cool. Um, that you really don't need to have any self. That's true, but you have to internalize that. And I think this is what yeah. I tried to tell you before. This was the point that I tried to make. You know, you don't have to have like, let's say, social media following. Or like in my example, in my example, this helps me because I guess, or it would help me because I'm just 100% content with myself, with what yeah. I have done, with what I've yeah. achieved. Yeah. I yeah. just don't care anymore about anything, you know? Whereas let's say if I was self-conscious, like still trying to trying to act cool, even though I had, you know, 100K subs on yeah. YouTube, for example, it yeah. would help me nothing, I guess, at, you know, at the end of the day. And this is exactly what I want to get at, right? Um, you have to, you know, if you are a content creator at heart, you love putting out content. And I know yes. exactly... I, I know exactly when you had your first hundred subs, when you had your first thousand subs. Actually, when Me you went too. to Ukraine, when you went to Ukraine, you had ten thousand subs. Yes, I remember. You put your heart and soul into that, and you loved it, right? Yeah. It's exactly. It's exactly the same passion, the same thing. Like when you now have a hundred thousand, and I know it's going to be exactly, exactly the, the same, same once you have a million. Yeah, right? which is great. So, so for you, obviously, you know, having a lot of subscribers, a lot of followers, is a big deal and makes you more attractive to girls. But here's the thing. When you're building fucking rockets and you don't care about <laughs> social media, obviously no one would charge you by your social yeah, media obviously. followers, right? Yeah, <laughs> of course. Exactly. And that's, uh, and I think that's a big, big takeaway for guys, right? A lot yeah. of people um, are very self-conscious, always, you know, we all know the grass is always green on the other side. Right? Yeah. Um, but you really need to focus on, you know, what you bring to the table. And uh, more often than not, there's great, great things there. Where can people find your content? Where can uh, people follow you if they're now interested? Yeah, you obviously, obviously, you just put in the name Hey Dominic wherever you prefer. It could be DuckDuckGo, it could be YouTube, it could be Instagram. But I would suggest you take a look at YouTube. And that and, is um, Hey Dominic with a K in the end, right? Of course, that's very important to say. And I don't understand. People always, you know, people send me lots of DMs, and I'd say seventy percent of the people who say Hey Dominic. No pun intended, because they think they're original. <laughs> uh, they write it with a C, even though they see my name while writing this in the app. But it's with a K. Yeah. Take yeah. great pride in that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you with your agency, you also obviously... Oh, yeah. I have an agency as well. Forgot uh, about yeah, that. You but, a, yeah. Yeah. You have an... Um, what would you call it? An, uh, is it an Instagram growth agency or is yeah, it a social media marketing agency? It's uh, right now an Instagram uh, growth hacking agency. However, um, we soon have, uh, will have some form of program where we help establish creators who already have a following mm -hmm. um, you know, launch their products. If it's an online course or some physical product uh, using a system that I have actually sort of not created, but adapted to launch my own products with, you know, that I've used where I've had not a lot of followers, for example, to maximize the takeaway that I, I can you know, sort of get from my smaller audience to a bigger yeah. audience. And um, yeah, we're going to help people go through that process. Uh, type in MVRQ, you know, spelled Maverick, MVRQ.co, um, because hashtag Columbia, 
Hashtag Colombian girls for the <laughs> listeners of the old Oh, that's one for podcast. the OGs, man. Yeah. Hashtag Colombian girls, that's one for the um, That's why we took it, obviously. Hmm. So, yeah. So you probably also have a very good insight um, in, in the market in terms of like what's going on online. Uh, what do you think of the idea of uh, our sponsor, the Black Book app? You know, is this an app where you can track your contacts from online dating. Have you seen anything like this? What, what, what do you I, think about that? I actually have never heard anything about that. Um, and uh, when you first told me about um, uh, that you had a sponsor for for this podcast, I was like, okay, interesting. But uh, when I heard what they do, it actually is very valuable, I guess. Because um, like for people like me, oh, like I lose track. I lost track of so many banger girls. I tell you how it is. <laughs> no, really. Sometimes... Sometimes I see, yeah, I'm not saying it right now, but um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I would have needed that back in the days. I tell you that. Yeah, yeah the, the thing here is, you know, we we obviously have run into this exact problem that this app is solving uh, a million times, right? So what we did, you know, uh -huh. with, our, with our clients is we would, you know, tell them to uh, make a Google spreadsheet, right? And to track yeah. all the people there. But obviously, you know, having an app that's free <laughs> is is a lot is a lot better, right? Yeah, so, and um, I would never do that. I would do yeah. that spreadsheet thing for, for a week, for two days, to be honest, and then I'd forget yeah. about it. Yeah, and, and also you have that maybe you save it on your desktop and you don't have it on your phone and, and, and things yeah. like that. So it's, it's always a mess. Um, it's always really hard. So I'm really excited about that, you know? Um, cool, yeah. Yeah, we we were you know looking for a sponsor for a long time. We had different options, but um, you know this obviously is very fitting. I really love the project, so everyone uh, you know again should check that out. Um, and yeah, thank you very much for the talk. Uh, I'm sure we'll have you on again at some point in the near future. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if yeah. I'm available. Once you're over 100k, you're probably too expensive. Uh, of course, for us. <laughs> you think. But yeah, man, uh, thanks a lot. Would love to have you on uh, anytime soon. Thank you, my friends. And uh, yeah, thanks a lot. Take care, man.